This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you making? This is Cafe Mocha. It's Women's History Month. We're looking at the life of the NASA mathematician featured in the movie Hidden Figures. We're talking to Egypt Sherrod about going from radio to flipping houses on TV and her struggles with motherhood, plus a pioneer woman in construction. Cafe Mocha begins now. Do you like more Cafe Mocha? More of the flavor you love in just minutes. Keep it right here. Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. We celebrate Women's History Month by profiling NASA mathematician Katherine Johnson. Taraji P. Henson brought her story to life in the Oscar-nominated film Hidden Figures. This movie I had to do, it just felt like it was my duty. We always celebrate the astronauts, but we don't celebrate the mathematicians exactly. that behind it. Um, but I didn't know that these women existed, and I was like, why are we just learning about them? Katherine Johnson's youngest daughter gives us the history on her mom. She always told us that my grandfather, who only went to the sixth grade, was the smartest man she ever saw. And he could do numbers faster than you could bat your eye. So she started out, she said she used to count the plates and the silverware, and so she always loved numbers. And when she went to college, the professor had her and everything he taught her she was just maxing and he said um, I think you'd make a good math researcher and she said well what's that he said well that's for you to find out and so that was her dream from the beginning she said I want to be a research mathematician we knew that she worked at Langley uh, it wasn't a discussion of what she did we just knew it was math and she would never brag on herself. And most of our knowledge came from us seeing something and then coming home and saying, Mom, this book says you did A, B, and C. And that's basically how we started getting our own history of our mom and what she did. But Katherine Johnson's work didn't start with rocket ships. We started, I started out working on airplanes. Because when I went there, that's what it was, the National right. Advisory Committee for Aeronautics. When the space program came along, I just happened to be working with guys, and when they had briefings on it, I asked permission to go. And they said, well, the girls don't usually go. And I said, well, is there a law? They said, no. I said, well, so then my boss said, let her go. 
She started at NASA in 1953, but said she didn't feel the racism. I didn't feel the segregation at NASA because everybody there was doing research. You had a mission and you worked on it, and it was important to you to do your job and play bridge at lunch. <laughs> Katherine Johnson is credited with calculating the trajectory that helped put the first man on the moon. She was 101. Catch our flow? This is Cafe Mocha Radio. Radio from a woman's perspective. It's Cafe Mocha. You know her as a radio and TV personality as well as an entertainment real estate broker. You can see her on HGTV. She's the host that we love the most. Is Miss Egypt Sherrod. Hey, Egypt, how are you? Hi, babies. How are you? Wonderful. Now, before you had the HGTV shows, like, you know, Property Virgins, you're killing it, Flipping Virgins, whatever's Virgins, and it's on HGTV. <laughs> don't, don't worry, don't worry, Lonnie. Nobody's babies are being <laughs> Now, before you got into that, you did radio in New York and Atlanta. How scary was it flipping, if I could say, your career and your life? Uh, I, I saw how you did that, by the way. I, I see how you connected the two. Um, well, you know, what, what a lot of people didn't realize is I was always a real estate broker as well because I believe in having a plan A, B, and C. And when you work in entertainment, mm -hmm. you got to have a real jobby, jobby job, too. So uh, while I was on the radio in New York City, I was flipping houses over in Newark, New Jersey, and, you know, other parts of Jersey as well. And I got my real estate license, and I started representing uh, a a lot of folks, you know, I, I don't call out my um, my clients, but a lot of high-profile celebrities and athletes as well. Uh, so it was always a passion of mine. People didn't know it until I was on HGTV, but I had already been in real estate for over a decade at that point. Wow. Right. Many people are trying to figure out how to flip their lives and create something different or better or fulfilling. What advice do you have? You know, here's what I would say. What would you do if if you would have to do it for free. You know, for me, it was what do I go to sleep at night thinking about and what do I wake up in the morning think of, thinking about? And real estate was a passion for me, a lot like broadcasting, right? And radio or in television was also a passion for me. You excel in whatever you are passionate about. You will naturally be the best at anything that you really enjoy because you'll shine at it. So ask yourself what else you can do. And sometimes, you know, when we get out of school, it, it happens to a lot of people. You get out of school, you take that first job. Whoever's going to give you the benefits, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's going to give you the benefits? Who's going to give you that full-time salary? And then we wind up in these careers that we never wanted for ourselves. It was just we, we wound up in them so many right. times. But think about what else do you enjoy? What did you really want to do? And then work the job while you build that other career, that secondary career. We're talking to Egypt Sherrod, host of HGTV's Flippin' Virgin. She's got like three shows on HGTV. We We've got more with Egypt on Cafe Mocha. This is Cafe Mocha, radio from a woman's perspective. On the line, HGTV host and real estate agent. We love her, Egypt Sherrod. Now, one of your concerns is infant mortality rate among mm -hmm. black women. What What is happening in this day and age when we have so much technology? How, why is this still uh, an issue? 
Uh, you know what? That's a, a really deep question, Lonnie, but I'm just going to start it by telling you uh, my story, and I'm going to make a long story short, okay? Mm-hmm. I had a healthy pregnancy at age 42. Everything was going well. My water broke a little bit early. I went into the hospital, um, and I was supposed to have a C-section, They, in, but she was coming. She was coming quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the question was, are we going to have a C-section? Is she going to be a vaginal delivery? She wound up being a C-section, but when they were when they were giving me all the fluids, um, they also had to take out cysts and do some other things. I wound up being, um, you know, under the anesthesia that they started giving me because they put me to sleep after they took her out. I was under a very long time and I would not wake up they said my heart stopped three times they took me um, to another room my husband said I don't know none of this because I'm knocked out they took me to another room everybody's panicking finally they said she's fine we got her stable they brought me in and I didn't wake up from delivering my daughter till the next day so I don't know what happened at that point, except, mind you, I had a C-section. This was on a Thursday morning. They tried to release me from the hospital on a Saturday morning. Mm. Thursday morning, two days after a C-section. So we fought. My mother and I fought about them keeping me, but the insurance company rushed us out of the hospital. Mm. I came home, and I could not breathe. My husband said I kept stop breathing, and then they called my doctor. They told him to rush me back, and I was suffering from, and I want y'all to listen to this. Ladies, when your body tells you something is not right, you have got to listen. My feet swelled, my legs swelled, everything up to my lungs swelled. I had edema of my entire body, so my lungs swelled and were full of fluid, and if I had gone back to sleep, I would have drowned in my sleep. This was after the hospital had released me after two days after a C-section. Listen to your body, and it turned out to be cardiomyopathy. I never had a heart condition. I've never I've been a healthy person my whole life. And this is what I faced. And I've read all the articles when USA Today said that US is the most dangerous place in the developed world to deliver a baby. I read that article but never thought it could be me. Well, we're glad that you're okay and that's a powerful message, Egypt. Thank you so much yes. for giving it to us, you know, to listen to our bodies. How can we keep in contact with you? Oh girl, I'm all over Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm an Insta junkie. Egypt Sherrod on uh, Instagram. Come follow me, guys. I love you so much. Thank you for letting me share my story uh, with women. And I hope somebody is inspired. And I actually hope it saves lives because it's important that we, you know, we got to stand up for our health. Egypt Sherrod, HGTV superstar. You can catch her as host of Flipping Virgins and Property Virgins. Coming up, you have seen her in the Bloomberg for President commercials. Cheryl McKissick talks about being black and female in the construction game. This is Cafe Mocha. Get up close with a hot cup of Cafe Mocha. Lay back and enjoy our flavor. Radio from a woman's perspective. Lonnie Love is headed to the Comedy Zone in Charlotte on March 13th and 14th. Go to our website to get tickets. If you missed any part of the show, you can download the Cafe Mocha radio app and get your Cafe Mocha on demand. This is Cafe Mocha, radio from a woman's perspective. 
It's Cafe Mocha. We've been celebrating Women's History Month by spotlighting women who are doing great things just throughout life. And one of those women is Cheryl McKissick. Uh, She's part of McKissick and McKissick Construction, established in 1905. Is that right, Cheryl? (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of right. That was like when we established, but we go back before that. Really? Well, tell us we about go the... back to 1790. 1790? Wow. wow. Yes. I am fifth generation in this business. Um, the first descendant of our family came here to the United States as a slave and was taught the trade of making bricks. And he was given his name Moses McKissick. And for us, he's Moses McKissick the first. Um, His son was a master carpenter, Moses McKissick II. And then his son's son was Moses McKissick III, who was the first black licensed architect in America. And that is my grandfather. Unbelievable. NBC News did a big story about women in construction. Why is this a growing field for women? Well, we're focused on it now. Um, Women pay attention to detail. Right. And construction is all about detail. And so women are beginning to understand that they can build wealth in this industry. And that's why I believe that women are coming by droves to to the construction industry. But we want to keep them there uh, because it's not easy. It's not easy work. Mm. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Cheryl McKissick. Um... A century-old firm. I want to go back because since the 1700s, your family's business has been in business. What do you think is the key to making this? Because businesses don't last like that, that especially are African-American. Exactly. Um, Well, uh, for for me, it was my parents. Um, They were very clear on what school I was going to and what I was going to study. Um, it was all about <laughs> STEM, which I'm so glad to see is important um, in our country. But my parents made it perfectly clear, you know, you are going to do well in, in math and in the science. And then when we decided that we were ready to go to college, uh, my father would say all the time, you can go to college anywhere you want in the country in the world but the only school I'm paying for is Howard University <laughs> I know that's right <laughs> oh daddy was funny and, and Howard was was terrific for my sister and I um, Howard you know gave us a sense of who we are as black people in America and what we can and can't do which we don't see on TV we're talking to Cheryl McKissick of McKissick and McKissick Construction more coming up on Cafe Mocha We got the hit makers, trailblazers, tastemakers, and game changers. That's how we roll. This is Cafe Mocha Radio. Her family runs the oldest black-owned construction company around. We've got Cheryl McKissick on the line. Tell us about the work that your company is doing at JFK. So at JFK, we are program managers for consortium and 
It is a seven to eight billion dollar new terminal uh, for four airlines. It is the largest project that is in that will that's taking place in the country. Mm. And so we are very excited about that. We are there because the governor of New York and the state of New York is very progressive around MWBE. And they are going to make sure that 30% of all of that work, including concessions and ancillary uh, type consultants, are involved at a level at a minimum of 30%. And so this this project is going to set a precedent for the country. What? Who's going to fix LaGuardia? That's what I want to know. <laughs> LaGuardia is being fixed right now. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a mess, but just give it one more year. Oh my God. Um, and LaGuardia okay. is, I'm is trusting going you. to be a, a world-class airport. I love seeing women who are, you know, dressed in their construction gear, you know, because although it is a man's job, seeing women, you know, take on that load, you know, there's just something about, like you said, the technique, the defined lines that women like to um, display. And and I, I just, you know, it's such a... It's such a hard-working field, and women are really doing some major things since construction, so kudos to your company and all that you are doing. It's glad to see a woman up front. What advice would you give to a woman, Cheryl, um, to get into construction? First, there's so many areas of construction that a woman could be involved. A woman can be a, um, a skilled worker out on a construction site actually doing the construction. And let me tell you, ladies, those are the ones who are in combat, okay? Mm. They are side-by-side with men that don't want them there. Mm. But they persevere. And, I mean, there are so many stories of these women who have earned income to take care of their family right on a construction site. So that's one area. But then there's all the other areas. There's the professional side of construction. There's there's architecture, there's engineering, you know, there's HR, there's business, there, there's finance. Construction builds wealth in a, several different areas. Good to know. It is. Cafe Mocha on the line with Cheryl McKissick of McKissick and McKissick Construction, established in 1905, but started way, way, way back with Moses McKissick <laughs> in the 1700s. Wow. 1790. Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your story and for fixing JFK. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and all the ladies stay layered up. (laughs) Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.